0: Hello and welcome to Iser Private Equity Dealbook podcast series. I'm your host, Alana Margulies-Snyderman, and with me today is Jason McMoran, partner at Iser Amper based in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Today, Jason will share his outlook for the private equity industry and M&A activity for early next year amid the current macroeconomic environment, including how the climate has impacted transactions. Deal valuations, due diligence, and more. Hi, Jason. Thank you so much for being with me today.
1: Oh, very welcome. Thanks for having me, Alana.
0: Absolutely. So, to kick off the conversation, tell us a little about the firm's Gulf Coast office, your client base, and the types of services your group provides to your clients.
1: Happy to. Uh, so, I'm based in our Baton Rouge, Louisiana office, but serve clients uh, all over the Gulf Coast, predominantly. Uh, in what I'll call the industrial and energy corridors uh, along I-10 and the Mississippi River, uh, client base is uh, again going to follow that that same type of industry. So, so heavy industrial and the service companies that support them. Uh, again, energy focus, oil and gas focus, but also a fair amount of healthcare and you know professional service work as well.
0: Great, thanks for that high level overview, Jason. So clearly, it's an interesting time right now with respect to deal making with deals taking longer to complete and love to hear your outlook for m a activity for the end of this year going into early next
1: sure I think it, it is uh, it is a challenging time uh, we've seen some slowdown in both the the volume of transactions and I think buyers are, are being uh, you know a bit more careful in in the work they're doing to making sure that as, as capital and the cost of capital gets a little bit tighter that they're dotting all their I's and crossing all their T's. Don't expect that to change much into the next year uh, with the interest rate environment, but but we are seeing uh, still opportunities out there for for buyers in certain spaces, Uh, in particular in in some of the energy infrastructure spaces. uh, We we have seen good activity there. Um, And in the healthcare space, we are continuing to see some consolidation as private equity gets deeper into the healthcare markets and as not-for-profit systems start to expand and look for other opportunities to increase their profit,
0: great, Jason. And as a follow-up, I know you briefly touched on this in an earlier question. Love to hear some trends you're seeing in the Gulf Coast with respect to deal making, especially among some of the industries and sectors you previously mentioned.
1: Yeah, it's um, you know it, it is an interesting time as the economy is looking at a transition away from some of the traditional energy sources, so oil and gas into in the clean energy, um, you are starting to see some of that drive a little bit into into this area, but there's still a very predominant focus on traditional, uh, you know, what I'll call energy production. Uh, What we're seeing a lot of is expansion in some of these facilities uh, around the Gulf Coast area and you know service providers that uh, that service these facilities are attractive and we've seen a fair amount of activity around that
0: great so jason i know you briefly alluded to this the current macroeconomic environment has clearly presented some challenges to deals closing love to hear which macro factors have had the most impact on your clients who have recently closed or in the process of closing an m&a transaction
1: yeah the the big story i think that everybody's aware of is is the interest rate and inflationary environment and, and you'll see that manifest in different ways in different industries Uh, interest rates of course are changing the cost of capital for for a lot of market participants Uh, but inflation is is going to affect different industries differently Uh, we've seen instances where uh, there's been sort of a delay as input costs have increased where you know client pricing may not have been able to keep up and there may be a lag in profitability Uh, and there are some industries uh, healthcare in particular where Costs like labor supplies have increased at market rates, but because of the nature of of maybe reimbursement rates, they aren't able to increase revenues, and you're seeing margin compression. Uh, that's that's really difficult to avoid.
0: Jason, as a follow-up, what about valuations? How has the macroeconomic climate impacted those?
1: I think it gets back to the cost of capital concept that I mentioned earlier. As as interest rates have increased, we've we've seen changes in the cost of capital uh, that have been less favorable for valuations, and we are starting to see that impact pricing. Um, as with all things, I do think are still you know, opportunities and, and good valuations to be had, uh, but we are seeing the, the higher valuation deals take you know, more time and, and more effort to make sure that they are getting you know, what they pay for on the buy side um, and, and that there has been more restraint on, on multiple expansion and pricing.
0: Jason, love to h- discuss the due diligence process as well and wanted to hear your thoughts on some of the top few accounting diligence issues that you encounter in your financial due diligence work.
1: It, it's largely been on the profit side, quality of revenues and the revenue stream. Is it going to be durable into you know, a, a recession or, or a down market? Um, and then ability to raise prices uh, if, if input costs are going up. Has the the target's customer base or client base been able to absorb some of that with price increases? Um, you know, the the other side of that, on the expense side of the PNL, is are prices continuing to increase and input costs continuing to increase, or has the target been able to contain some of that through either you know rationalization of costs or you know efficiencies from from other areas?
0: And what about from attacks and our IT perspective, any thoughts on that?
1: On the tax side, uh, we, we have seen you know more transactions focused on you know, what I'll call the excise taxes, uh, recently dealing with this, making sure that their buyers are not stepping into any unexpected liabilities across state lines uh, and, and not absorbing any business taxes that maybe a seller was not sophisticated and, and did not uh, properly account for. Uh, so we have seen some of that accelerate on the IT side. Again, I think as buyers are seeing costs, you know, go up in in target companies, there is more of an interest in how much of that cost could be leveraged through IT, and and what that may look like, uh, and what type of IT investment may be required going forward, because uh, that that may impact you know valuation as well.
0: Great. So Jason, to shift gears a little bit. Love to hear one piece of advice you would give to a company contemplating both a buy side transaction and a sell side transaction.
1: I think the, the best advice I could give probably boils down on both sides to patience on the buy side, uh, be patient in, in looking at targets and, and trying to find a target that fits, you know, the, the investment criteria on the sell side. Uh, it's similar as transactions, but for a different reason. Transaction processes take time, and very often sellers uh, can can get a little deal fatigue. And if you've got a quality business and you run it well, uh, just expect that buyers are going to be thorough in their process and be patient going through it. Uh, the other piece of advice I think is to to be prepared in advance. Uh, you know, it, it's hard hard to have a business be ready for sale immediately and we we often advise clients when they're considering a transition start planning now you know get get your basics in order and and get your house in order to go ahead and have as much much work done as you can before that process really begins uh and and that usually pays off in spades
0: jason we've covered a lot of ground today and wanted to see if there are any final thoughts you would like to share with us
1: I, i think Back on what I said a moment ago is, is planning early is, is always good advice for, for any company or, or family business that is looking to sell. Uh, get your advisors in order. Uh, you know, this is the type of event that most sellers will only do once in, in their life or their career. And this is the time to, to be as thorough as possible with, with your advisor group and making the right decisions to ensure a successful outcome.
0: Chase and I want to thank you so much for sharing your perspective with our listeners. And thank you for listening to the Eisner podcast series. Visit EisnerEmperor.com for more information on this and a host of other topics. And join us for our next Eisner podcast when we get down to business.